Welcome to the Disney Challenge Podcast, a news, reviews, opinions, all things Disney and geeky podcast with a warped sense of humor. My name's Dave. And my name is Johanna. And welcome to today's show. Hey, salutations. Well, we're up to episode nine and rolling. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah, we uh, we decided not to do a podcast last week right after we saw Solo, because uh, we're like, you know what, let's just hang off on, on that, and we're not really going to do a full review like we did for Deadpool and for Infinity War, but uh, we were waiting because we went to Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland. <laughs> we got to go to yesterday, and uh, we have a couple things to talk about, so mm-hmm. let's just dive right into it and start off with our usual Disney news. All right, Disney news. Well, I know we're running out of time. Today is May 31st, but if you have time, get on Hyperspace Mountain because it will be closing June 3rd. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get a that. chance to do that yesterday because it was 130 minutes. Yeah, you got to love grad nights. Oh, man. And that was just in the middle of the afternoon. Mm-hmm. We had a half an hour left. We're like, we got to go in a half an hour. What should we do? You go, Hyperspace Mountain. Check it out. 130 minutes. Nope. Never mind. Yeah. So, But while that's closing, Pirates of the Caribbean will be reopening June 8th with Yay. the new Redhead Pirates. Hooray. I'm I'm looking forward to going on. We we need to do like a a, a good review of well mm-hmm. that that five second you know segment. See oh, if they changed anything. Else. It's probably going to have a hundred and thirty minute line too. Yeah, no <laughs> right. Well, it looks uh, from from the photo uh, that they've put up. I've seen this a couple times. That uh, I believe there's going to be a fast pass. I think that's a good idea because my biggest complaint about that ride is not the ride itself, but the line queues. Uh, always outside blocking a good uh, chunk of the flow of traffic yeah, when you I, walk in that area. I, I'm okay with the line once you get underneath the bridge. It's that, you know, going halfway down New Orleans Square and looping back mm-hmm. and across the rivers of America that not only is out in the hot sun, but it blocks all kinds of traffic. So if you're trying to get through to Critter Country or just go to other parts of New Orleans Square, it's, it's, it's a nightmare sometimes. It's crazy. So that's cool. That's very cool. Well, I've got some Disney news as well. Please I share. read about this on Laughing Place. That's our friend Jeremiah's. Uh, he's a contributor for that. Uh, I don't know if he wrote this one, but he definitely put this up on his wall. And the new walk around Edna Mode character Edna has Mode. been revealed. This is, of course, uh, already debuted um, starting on May 25th out in the Magic Kingdom as part of their incredible uh, Tomorrowland Expo. But it's coming to California Adventure as part of Pixar Fest. I didn't see her walking around the park, but we definitely would have seen this. Have you seen this photo? Is that the okay. most horrifying uh, <laughs> thing you've ever seen in your life? <laughs> um, I don't know. If I were a kid, I might be a little petrified. I, I, I would be running <laughs> screaming from that. Yeah, it, she is. I, I'm sorry, Disney. This is, well, she's not exactly the most, you know. Attractive Disney character, not on the planet, a Disney princess, for <laughs> sure. Definitely not. But man, it's like this plastic head. I, I've, you know, I'm just going to put a picture up on the on the yeah. on the website well, and show you. Do you think she'll be talking since it's a plastic head and not a typical walking around character it, like it, a princess? It, I don't know because it it looks like it could be, but no, I, I don't well, know. The I mouth think wouldn't move. Yeah, the mouth. It's it's not that uh, that annotated or yeah. you know animated. I, mean, I would love to hear no capes. <laughs> no, yeah, she's going to probably just mess with anybody. Wearing a loose shirt. <laughs> Is this a cape? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, in other Disney news, uh, it's finally arrived. We talked about it on podcast before, but... Mobile ordering is now officially a thing, and we, of course, had to jump on it and try it. Yeah. And that's kind of, we're going to talk a little bit about that here uh, as a subtopic, is what is our experience with mobile ordering? So tell us how it went. If you don't know, it's part of the Disneyland app, so I do recommend 
you know, obviously download it. It's free. And one of the first things you see is the mobile ordering. So you click on it. And then I believe you click, it shows you all the restaurants that have mobile ordering available. Which is pretty much the quick service restaurants. Yes. If you go up to a register and order and then go back to mm -hmm. uh, the kitchen counter to pick up your food, it doesn't work in like cafeteria style or obviously sit down. A blue buyer, wouldn't that be awesome? So <laughs> now you choose what time you want to pick up your food. And we noticed we kind of messed up here. Yes. Uh, it's a good lesson to learn. It's from like now to about... 40 minutes from now is the arrival time you can choose. Obviously, maybe during the peak time, like dinner time, lunch time, it might be a little bit of a larger window. Mm -hmm. But pretty much you choose your arrival time, then it pops up the menu. So you order from the menu. Yep. And what's really cool about it is that as long as you have your annual pass, uh, the number input into your account on the app, it will kick in your discount. That was that was spectacular. And the really cool thing about it is it showed you, you know, you you order regular. And I was even looking over your shoulder as you were mm -hmm. doing it. I said, is it going to remember our pass? And you said, yeah, wait till I click the next button. You clicked on, you know, review your order. And there it showed everything normal price with a slash through it. It showed what your pass discount was, 15%. And then it just it went all the way down to the bottom to show what your price was and what it is now. So, so yeah, not yeah. only do you need your pass holder information typed in, but definitely a credit card too, because yeah. you don't have to go up there and make a payment. Yeah. Uh, we made a mistake because I should have read that little how to pick up your order little hyperlink <laughs> because um, when it said now to 250, uh, but then you click on it and it said, are you here now so we can prepare your order? We thought here meant you're in the park. And it was going to be ready anytime between now and mm -hmm. 250, which we, we, had, we were there at about like 220 you know, or so. And so we're like, well, yeah, we're here. We were just getting on the tram. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess the definition of here meant, are you here at the food place? Can, can you see the building that you're <laughs> going to pick up the food? Because within about 20 seconds. It said you get a notification. So definitely turn that on. It said your food is ready. And you and I are like, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> oh, nuts. I mean, I don't think we Punch had. Punch it, Chewy, go faster. We had power walked any faster to get because we had eaten at the Paradise Garden Grill. Yeah. Which is on the complete Absolute back farthest. side of the park. So we basically had to weave through traffic, walking as fast as we can to get there. Luckily, the cast members were really cool. We arrived and we're like, oh, sorry, we're late. I'm like, yeah, you had like an order 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, actually, as, as, as we ran up, because it, it says like, go to window number eight, and there was mm -hmm. nobody there. Uh, but we walked up, and there's a cast member sitting there, and I saw our drink. Yeah. <laughs> it was just sitting there all by itself. And as soon as we run up there, I'm like, I, I come up with this look of apology on my face. And the cast member just goes, just goes, were you the one that ordered? I go, yes, I'm sorry. We misread the, the and, and, and she just goes, would you like us to remake your food? And it's like, boom, yes. Disney magic, Disney plus customer service right there. They remade our food and it was perfect. It was hot. It was fresh. Now, of course, like any true traditional, like when you're ordering something, it has suggestive add-ons. Yeah. And the only thing that I had a complaint about was that the only sodas we were able to order was the large size, which because we split a soda wasn't a big deal. But, but you if know, you're not into the big 32-ounce soda for each member of your party. And you want to have a different soda than somebody else yeah. in your party, it's like you got to get a large. So that's a little bit of an add-on that I don't agree with. But hey, it's it's brand new. I, I had a, had an opportunity while I was waiting for our hot food to be made to talk with a cast member at the window. And so I, I said, so hey, how's this mobile ordering going? 
And she said, you know, uh, it's great, but there's very few people taking advantage of it. She said, in fact, you guys are maybe the sixth or seventh person Mm -hmm. that's ordered by mobile today. And I'm like, that's insane because this is such a cool thing. And it, I mean, our food was ready and they remade it and, and all that. But I mean, had, had we done it properly, it, it would have been ready just within within a minute or two. And it was it was fantastic. And so I'm like, well, this is crazy. I said, we're, we're doing a podcast about this tomorrow. So we're going to tell people, hopefully you guys will get a chance to take advantage of this, it, especially if you're a pass holder, take advantage of it. This is an amazing thing. Well, totally worthwhile. With the Disneyland app, you can put in, if you know your ticket number ahead of time, you can't input that in. So anybody with an annual pass yeah. or just a regular one-day park ticket can take advantage of this. Yeah, you can use the app. And, and the app is great for all kinds of things because, like, for example, how we knew there was a 130-minute wait over at uh, over yeah. at Hyperspace Mountain. Saved us the walk over there. So. That, was, that was the app. And, and of course, with the, with the now we've been a couple times and got to experience the Disney Wi-Fi hotspots. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, they're not everywhere. You do, and, and sometimes you'll see one and it'll kick you on, kick you off if you're not really close to it. But uh, there's enough of them that you can generally get on a hotspot just about anywhere. Get onto that app, and there's all kinds of information. So, Well, you got that. You got uh, pretty much the menus for all the food places, so you can look ahead of time what you want to order. Also, you want to take advantage of the Max Pass. Yep. That uses the app. I mean, also now... Uh, or even just a regular Fast regular Pass. Regular Fast Pass, because the paper ones don't... They give you the reminder time, but you don't need the paper to turn in to yep. the cast member. You scan the app. Exactly. So, I mean, to me, it's one of those things. It's a no-brainer. Get the app. Totally. Totally. Well, we used it to, uh, to to try out something. Of course, another new Pixar Fest. So that brings us to our next category, which is... Eat it! Eat it, eat it, eat it. Just eat it, just eat it. Oh, thank you, Weird Al. Weird Al. Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can go ahead and delete that and put in Weird Al's voice if you want. Uh, I already have <laughs> magic, huh? All right, so uh, we um, we got to try the uh, a couple of the cocoa. Inspired. Me- inspired menu items. Mm-hmm. We, that was one of the things that we just didn't do because there is cocoa-inspired food everywhere. Yeah, especially at California Adventure. Oh, yeah. And it's not even at the at the typical La Cochina Grill. It's no. at the Garden Grill, which it's normally the Paradise serves... Paradise Garden Grill, which serves Mediterranean. Mediterranean food, but instead they're serving all kinds of great Mexican food. And so um, we tried a couple of the items. Of course, we shared a little bit, but uh, I think we're each going to talk about our own dish mm-hmm. in a little bit more detail. So, Joe, what did you order? Well, I'm going to destroy how to pronounce it in Spanish. No, but me too. It's the tacos de Estillo Calajero, which was a trio of sirloin beef tacos and had a spicy pickled vegetables, which was pretty much just onions. And it was served with rice and beans. And I got to say, the pickled onions was such a cool touch to typical Mexican food. It yeah, was like sweet, it was tangy, it was crunchy, it wasn't soggy. Nope. And it was just a cool compliment to the typical carne asada tacos. But the uh, the rice and beans. Yeah, you were drooling over oh, those rice and beans, the, and it was it was black beans. It wasn't the, typical pinto beans. Those black beans had so much flavor. Oh, oh my goodness! I could and cheese all over it. It was so good. It's been some of the best beans I've ever had with Mexican cuisine. Yeah, and this is from a quick service place, you know, in a theme park. Yeah, which typically theme parks are all about just hamburger hamburgers and chicken tenders. So to get a cuisine like this, you know, nice quality sit down meal. Very happy. Nice. What did you? What did you on on on, the, on our Disney Challenge scale of one to five? What did you give your? I'm going to give it a meal? five. It was that good. Oh, I would man. get it again. 
five for I a know. I'm hoping quick service restaurant. Maybe they might keep it around a little longer than when Pixar Fest ends September third. Cross my fingers. It'll, it'll be interesting to go over and try the Cochina, uh, the Cochina Grill, just to see if they're doing the same rice and beans at least, and maybe they will. Um, Why I, do you keep calling it Rancho? I think it's Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho. Oh, is it? <laughs> 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 right now, all the podcast listeners are going, is there a new restaurant that you opened idiot. in the park? <laughs> you just lost your Disney card. I know. I, <laughs> I, I do it often. One of us just did because one of us is right, one of us is wrong. <laughs> or wouldn't it be funny if we're both wrong? Yeah, we're the experts. We do a Disney podcast. We don't even know the names of the restaurants. Well, thank you to the internet while you do your uh, I just, food I, review. I, I'm going to look you, it up. You look it up and, and please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm kind of a Rancho Del Zocalo fan myself, so I don't eat at the one in California Adventure that often. But I try the Yucatan inspired and you thought you were going to butcher this name uh, (laughs) Vaporcitos that's not too bad okay it was a chicken tamale basically I don't know why they went crazy with the name chicken tamale rice and beans now it sounds plain but I am a sucker for tamales I I will order them in front of a 7-Eleven out of a cooler I don't care tamales are great and I've had great tamales I've never had a bad tamale so uh, this one and and it was weird because you take off the banana. It wasn't like your typical corn husk. It was a banana leaf wrapping. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the tamale itself was smooth as opposed to ridged like normal. But I opened this thing up and I got to tell you, I, I've had some – maybe I was just hungry. This tamale was fantastic. <laughs> no, I will agree with you. It was really good. It was amazing. The chicken was – was so well done. It had a little bit of cheese in there too, which, which was really, unusual. really welcome. The, the only, the only complaint, I wasn't even a complaint. I just said it was weird. They added tomatoes. I've never had a tomato inside a tamale before. So well, like a stewed hot tomato. You never had cheese. Didn't really. No, I've had cheese. Oh, tom- well, not in chicken. I've had cheese tamales, but so it was really good. The sauce was great. And I agree, man. The, I mean, I'm not a much of a rice fan and the rice was good, but the beans, mm-hmm. the black beans were fantastic. I gave it a five as well. I would go back. I would order this thing again, but I kind of want to see what else is on the menu because it was all good. Now, to correct you, I was right. It is Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> now, the irony is you figure the Mexican restaurant would have a lot of cocoa-inspired food, but the only thing they had was some sort of like parfait. Yeah. Which you can get at the Paradise Garden Grill. So, oh, so they have it both places. Yeah. Same thing. Interesting. Okay. All right. So for some reason, they decided to completely revamp a whole restaurant yeah. instead of just keeping it with the Mexican restaurant. Well, we, we are slowly but surely eating our way through the entire Pixar Fest. And I think by September, we're probably going to gain a few pounds, but we'll have eaten everything that we tried. It wasn't too bad yesterday. But we did try something else, and if you're watching on the Disney Challenge Facebook page, you got to see another one of our famous food reviews. Well, we love doing it. It's (laughs) it's another churro review. Now, this particular churro, it's not part of Pixar Fest. Amazingly, it's not. Changing the churro flavor, and it was pineapple. Pineapple churro Mm -hmm. with an optional $1 extra uh, marshmallow bar, dipping thank you. sauce. Marshmallow dipping sauce. Now the churro by itself, it's five twenty-five. Yeah, which I think it's a little bit more fifty cents more than a yeah. churro. Yeah, but when you get it, I mean, it is just covered <laughs> in the bright, almost neon yellow sugar. Like I think it could glow in the dark. Pretty much, <laughs> you you can definitely tell if somebody's walking down Main Street with a pineapple churro. And speaking of Main Street, that is where you get it. It's at the churro cart right by the castle mm-hmm. on Main Street. We picked them up. Now, we have not been having the best luck when it comes to these... Dipping sauces. Not just dipping sauces, the churros in general. The last few times we've ordered churros, all these cocoa-inspired churros, they've been stale. Well, it was cocoa, they've and then there was the, the carrot cake one. Just for some reason, we the I don't know if the time... One. 
well, that one was just a bad yeah. idea to begin with. Uh, it was, and 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 the and the, the, the fruity pebble one was just terrible. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Kelly, just, if you're listening to this, yeah. I know you really hyped it up, but yeah, you know, but not not a this favorite. one. I she put it in my hand, or the the two. We had to walk to find a place to film, and they were, I mean, they were so warm. They were hot. They were fresh out of the oven, and all I could smell was the pineapple flavor. It did smell good. I was, <laughs> so I was several feet away from you, and I could smell them. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy cow, those are strong. So we ran as fast as we could to go get a seat and jump online and try these for the first time. And what, what did you think? If you didn't watch the video. Oh, my goodness. It was so good. You get this really strong pineapple flavor, but it wasn't sugary, sickeningly sweet. Right. It, I mean, the best way you described it, well, once you've tasted it, because your first thought when you tasted it is, I don't <laughs> I taste, taste the pineapple. Anything. And I'm like, are you freaking It was really weird. It me? just didn't hit my taste buds. But you basically, you st- it is an artificial pineapple flavor, but you described it best. Yeah. It was like uh, when you take, when you go to the gas station, <laughs> the gas I'm pretty sure you everywhere. can buy it in the grocery store. Probably buy store. them anywhere, but those, those like the, those Welch's pineapple uh, drink, you know, sodas. Or like the Fanta yeah, or it, the Crush. Yeah. It just basically, it, it tasted exactly like that. It's that artificial pineapple flavor, but you know what? On a churro, it just worked. It worked. It was really good. And then we tried it with the dipping sauce, which my complaint with the dipping sauces on the churros is that. Well, it's marshmallow. It's, well, no, they're always cold. <laughs> yes. It was the case with the uh, carrot cake churro with the cream cheese dipping sauce. That would have been cold. better warm. I don't know if marshmallow fluff would be any better warm, but... Well, think about it. S'mores. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Right. And then there was the cocoa-inspired uh, churro with the Mexican hot chocolate dipping sauce. That was cold as well. That was just revolting in my opinion. We're not <laughs> Mexican hot chocolate fans, no, folks. Fan. We went into it with a bias. <laughs> and we did go into the marshmallow dipping sauce with a bias as well that... Dave and I are not fans of marshmallow. Marshmallow fluff. Yes, we had this issue when we tried the pineapple dough whip donuts because it had the marshmallow meringue on top. And we were just like, yeah, this is, I'm not a fan. And so we both went into this. My first thought is I couldn't, when I tasted it, I couldn't even finish the bite. <laughs> I was just like, this is now in my mouth. It wasn't that you couldn't. You didn't want to. You're like, like ah, I I'm afraid. I don't want to spit this out because <laughs> it's a camera. churro. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want to finish it. It was not bad, but I would not pay the dollar for it. No, I, I probably wouldn't again. I, I actually ate most of my churro with it because I did enjoy it, but I will say that, you know, you could do without it. It mm-hmm. was it was good, but honestly, the churro by itself was 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 the money. Maybe if you're in a party with several people and you all order the churros, we split one dipping sauce. Yeah, there was, so there maybe was more than more than half of it. One left in the party, and you guys all have a chance to try it. I yeah. say try it. Yeah. But if you're not a marshmallow fan, don't bother. I, I, I gave the pineapple churro a 4.5. Wasn't quite as good as my lunch, but it was the best of the churros I've tried, except for maybe that that peppermint I hot think chocolate the peppermint churro. Peppermint hot was... chocolate is still my number one favorite one. But yeah. this one, I think, probably ranked number two. Yeah. Yeah, for I mean, sure. And maybe it's just because it was warm. I don't know if he had tried it cold. <laughs> if it was stale, it wouldn't stale. have been as good. Exactly. So once again, being a little biased. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, that was it. It was a good eating day yesterday. It was, and it wasn't crazy because we had other plans as well. And that was (laughs) oh, that was a food smorgasbord. Goodness gracious, we had also stopped at a fast food place called Jollibee beforehand, and we did another (laughs) food challenge there. Not Disney inspired, kind of Disney inspired, only because of the location. Yes, we tend to exit Euclid, which is on the way to Disneyland or on the way going away from Disneyland, because there's a Seven Eleven not too far off the exit but we always pass by this fast food place called Jollibee. 
Jollibee is a fast food Filipino restaurant, very popular, you know, especially I mean, in the Philippines, you know, stateside. And there was always the dessert that I wanted Dave to try, which is halo halo. And which means mix, mix. Mix, mix. And I just watched the video, go to our Facebook page, and we did a whole video of uh, Dave trying it, me retrying it again, because the last time I had it was a child. Not a good experience. Uh, Wasn't really dramas. good experience for you either. I, <laughs> that was that was fun. We're not going to talk too much about it. but Just watch yeah, the video. Just watch the video. We, we had a great time making it. And uh, uh, actually, what we didn't put on the video is we, we left, because it's like Jollibee and Red Ribbon Bakery. The, Which is another Filipino yeah, bakery. They're, they're pretty much attached. We were actually filming in the Red Ribbon Bakery, because there wasn't a seat available in Jollibee. It was that popular at lunchtime, mm-hmm. but we uh, um, we actually stopped by the Red Ribbon Bakery and picked up a couple of sweet treats for the way home. We had like mm-hmm. a, a, the, that cheese sweet bread. It was like a cheese sweet bread and ube sweet bread. Yeah, and an ube cake for, for later mm-hmm. that we ate on the ride home. That was good. <laughs> so right on. All right, well, that's our eat it section. We're going to talk a, a little bit about uh, the movie Solo. Solo. We saw it. We, well, I know we both loved it. Yes. <laughs> it was it was uh, the best of the uh, standalone. standalone movies by a long shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we liked Rogue One. I wouldn't say either one of us loved it. You didn't really like it that much. I but. have an issue with what I call Titanic endings yeah. where you already go into it knowing it's not going to end well. Yeah. And so that was my issue with Rogue One. It, when it dawned on me, I think it dawned on me actually in <laughs> like the right middle the of the movie when I went, wait. They're all going to have to die in the end. All these characters aren't in A New Hope. What's up with that? Except and for Darth Dave Vader. just like... Duh! <laughs> you don't see them in A New Hope, and it's like, oh, nuts! Yeah, sorry, spoilers. We haven't seen Rogue One, but if you haven't done that, well, uh, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. We're not going to spoil it for you. We're just going to give you our overall thoughts. We're not even going to really go into detail on it. But uh, what, what what did you think? Was was it I all that? It. I love throwbacks. I love origin stories, which yes. is one of the reasons why I love A New Hope. So seeing how Chewbacca and Solo met for the first time Uh that was hilarious i loved it and i mean just a small detail dave didn't realize this but seeing han solo's dice that he hangs on the rearview mirror the millennium falcon you got to see them for the first time and so they're pretty much at the like first beginning two minutes of the movie and so there were several things like that that was just so cool to see the storylines all kind of connect the throwbacks exactly well it's, it's it's weird it's like throwback but but you know, um, foreshadowing. <laughs> foreshadowing, exactly. And especially the ending was one of those, <gasps> oh my God. Well, not really the ending, but about, you know, 10, 15 minutes before the ending where there was a big kind of surprise. Uh, no surprise. They've already announced that they're going to make two more movies. And uh, I'm excited to Han see Solo. where it's going to go. Yeah. Now, I have heard it didn't do as well for a Star Wars movie. Well, that's... It's it, it's an interesting point. It didn't do as well for a Star Wars movie, but that is way, way different than saying it bombed. I've seen mm-hmm. other people say it bombed at the box. No, it did not bomb at the box office. I don't have the numbers in front of me. It did well, mm-hmm. considering that, uh, you know, of Infinity War is still in the top 10, considering, you know, Deadpool just came out last week, and it's there is so much great cinema out there right now that not as many people went to see it as The Last Jedi, not as many people went to see it as A Force Awakens, but well, it I didn't break records. A lot of people have kind of speculated that part of the problem is that they're churning them out too fast. 
Yeah, I mean, for those of us who are a big Star Wars fan, I could I could watch a Star Wars, a brand new Star Wars movie a year for the rest of my life and be happy. But you know, everybody likes to complain about something, and that's definitely a complaint that I hear often. Mm-hmm. Is is you know maybe we're just uh, <laughs> as that as that cartoon you saw, maybe we're milking the Star Wars cow dry <laughs> a little bit too much. Give it time to recover, give it time to fatten up again, make us want it a little bit more Disney, and and you know maybe maybe space them out every two years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, they definitely want to crank out that the last story in in the in the in the new trilogy i want to see that but they could be doing these these uh you know solo or origin stories or our star fett, wars story movie what I'm hearing. boba fett's been announced they're talking about doing obi-wan um you know there, there's just there, yeah. there's a ton of great stories that they can tell somebody mentioned yesterday we should get a leia story that that'd be, be great that'd now, be cool? I, I will say that um to me the breakout actor in solo with donald glover who played lando oh, man Phenomenal. I would love to see almost a Lando movie by itself oh, t- just because of him. While he's still that the age that he is, they need to jump on that mm-hmm. and, and do a Lando movie. He was so good, uh, in incredible the way I, I I think I remember hearing he actually spent some time with Billy D. Williams to get his mannerisms down, to get his voice down. And, you know, a young actor like that to portray an older actor and an iconic actor like Billy D. Williams, he just it's, nailed it. It's amazing pressure that an actor can have knowing, like, <laughs> I have to live up to what's already been set as an established character. Yeah. The actor who played uh, Harris, uh, Harrison Ford, um, Han, so- <laughs> Han Solo, had that pressure as well, yes. obviously. But, I mean, Donald Glover just to me, was the best character yeah. other than the droid. Absolutely. Well, the droid was <laughs> was, was was Miss Sassy. I think it was L three seventeen. I think so. I just know. He kept calling her L three, and that was that, exactly. that was all you needed. Oh my goodness! And Again, I don't know what it is about Star Wars and the droid that I have a soft spot for. They like got to make the favorite. droids lovable. But I mean, L three seventeen was just so snarky. <laughs> <laughs> Not your typical, oh, I'm a friendly droid like R2D2 or BB8. Yep. She was definitely yeah, she was snazzy. Oh big time. And just <laughs> and just had a, and she was she was like the most likable social justice warrior <laughs> I've ever seen portrayed on film because she was totally all about, you know, you shouldn't you should be free. She's like, you know, ripping off. She's <laughs> anyway, trying to free yeah, all the droids. Yeah. Well, anyway, can't can't go into that without spoiling it, but but she was fantastic. Um of course, you know, Woody Harrelson. That's Beckett. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was he was I, I love Woody Harrelson. In fact, I, I actually I have a picture. I, I thought I I was sitting across from somebody who seriously, if he wasn't Woody Harrelson, he was trying to look like Woody. That's the only reason I thought it wasn't Woody Harrelson is because no one came up and talked to him, and the guy was trying way too hard to look like him. But mm-hmm. I sent you that picture. I'm like, I'm think I'm sitting across from Woody Harrelson <laughs> at Starbucks. But uh, uh, no, he was he was great to see in it. Uh, yeah, it was just it was a fun movie. Um, it was interesting because they had all that trouble with the old uh, directors, and then they brought in Ron Howard to finish it off. And of course, when Ron Howard came in, he did a whole bunch of reshoots. And it was almost like, now I don't know how much of the movie Ron Howard did, but it was interesting because I felt it was almost like two different movies. Yeah, you said that. The first maybe 20, 30 minutes to me felt much more like it was it was this action-packed car chase, um, kind of cliche I, I wasn't like, like normally Star Wars movies grab me in the first five minutes and, and I just get this big smile on my face and I'm like, yes, I'm home. I'm watching a Star Wars movie. This one was kind of like, eh, I don't really know where well, this is going. You're not really a fan of car chase movies. That's, That's why you've true. not watched any of the Fast and Furious <laughs> yeah. movies. We had this conversation yesterday. Definitely well, true. I don't, I didn't feel that as much as you did. Yeah. 
But then all of a sudden, it just there was a point in the movie that the tone of the movie changed, Mm -hmm. and it changed into this very endearing story, great storytelling. And I can almost tell like, Hey, this is probably where, um, Ron Howard took over because it had, it had his, like, and if you watch Ron Howard movies, they kind of have this sense of charm. It turned into like, you know, more of a buddy movie. It turned into more of just, just this, the overall adventure, but it had heart. Yes. And that heart continued all the way through the movie and surprise endings and surprise scenes and all that kind of stuff. It just became so much more enjoyable to me. The last, you know, 90 minutes definitely made up for the first 30 minutes. So, now, do you think Ron Howard will come back and do the sequel oh, solo? I, I, I would love to see. I, I love it when they have con, uh, congruency in directors and they keep directors. But, you know, it was like the difference between um, the difference between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Yes. Is that there were very few people who didn't love The Force Awakens and a lot of people who didn't really like The Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people blame that on the director because a lot of the, you know, J.J. Abrams has this way of setting up these great stories that have a lot of questions to be answered. And then I I forget his name, but uh, the guy who directed um, Looper and then came in and directed The Last Jedi, eh, you know, he just kind of, poo-pooed a lot of stuff that J.J. Abrams had set up. He did. He like, you know, with, with the, the whole thing with Ray's parents and just telling him, no, you're nobody. It was, it was kind of weird. You're still determined that's going to change. I, I think it will because I've heard they're going to bring J.J. Abrams back to do episode nine. To me, J.J. Abrams is one of those, you can almost do no wrong yeah. if he directs a film. So if he came back. You're going to come out with a lot of questions, yes. but you're going to like the movie. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that was cool. Hey, so speaking of just, just how we feel about uh, movies, this is, this is always an interesting topic. I think everyone has their own list. Um, let's talk about the orders, like our personal okay. order of, of Star Wars movies from 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 favorite to least favorite. Okay. Well, there's a bunch of them, so I know. There... hopefully I'll remember them all. <laughs> I was not organized, and I did not write it down. <laughs> there, there are 10 of them at this point, okay, so count I'll, go more through, me. Oh, I'll go through mine. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about the movies as I felt about them when I saw them and then how they've spent, how they've lasted the test of time. And and to to me, because there were some movies that I saw that I absolutely loved. And then after the test of time, I was like, eh, that movie doesn't really hold up. But then there are others that I saw and it does hold up. So to me, my my number one favorite, I'm going to go back to the original trilogy, return of the Jedi. That, that that's my favorite. I know the whole joke. It's just got a bunch of Muppets, but <laughs> I, I you like Muppets. Yes. It's okay. That was the first movie I saw in the theater. I remember seeing it at the Plaza Theater way back in the day in oh, you my know, goodness. 1983 when it came out. And I just I, I to me it was the perfect ending of 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 the saga that I have grown up to love uh pretty much most of my life. So that was my number one. But coming in a very close second. The Force Awakens. Yes. That movie was so good. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I loved everything about it. Maybe because it was just a trip back and and just you and I watching it and falling in love with all of these new characters, how they were all so great. J.J. Abrams did a great job directing it. It just made it such an enjoyable movie. Well, to me, there was almost every character I loved. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was, a, I, I love, I'm, I'm still on team Kylo Ren. I want him to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I don't know actually, about that one. <laughs> actually, part of the reason why the last Jedi is, is higher up on my list. But number three, I would say empire strikes back. I know, I know you don't necessarily agree with that one, but that was just a darn good, that that's one of those movies that to me has stood the test of time. Mm. Um, a new hope I'm going to put on there just because it's, it's classic, but I'm going to put solo just 
barely after A New Hope. And depending on the mood I'm in and the day of the week and maybe how it stands the test of time, that one might creep up past A New Hope for me. The Last, Je- I'm so, yeah, the Last Jedi is after Solo. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I thought it was still a really good movie. It just had a couple you know, things called porgs that were pointless. Um, <laughs> you don't like those Muppets. Well, I guess you don't like CGI's. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rogue One, I'm going to put up there after Last Jedi. And then, of course, there's the three that shall not be named. But if I had <laughs> to put them in an order... Put them in order. <laughs> it would be Attack of the Clone and Return of the Sith are neck and neck for my number eight, number nine. And then The Phantom Menace, which is ironic because when I saw it, again, kind of like when I saw The Last... I'm sorry, The Force Awakens, I was like, dang, it was so great to see another Star Wars movie because we'd been waiting years to see another Star Wars movie. And I was like, this is awesome. This is great. And Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Jinn and all this stuff. And then I went, George R. Binks and, and Anakin Skywalker's this whiny little brat. And what is up with this movie? And and it, it slowly but surely just trickled its way to my least favorite Star Wars movie. So mm-hmm. how, how about you, Joe? What, what have you got? Well, I didn't have that childhood attra- uh Attraction? No, no you attachment didn't see them until... until special edition. Yeah. That's how old school and like, or you know, behind the time. I did not earn my geek card until I moved out of the house. You know, until I started meeting you and you know some of the guys in the youth group that we belonged to. Yep. So I was definitely behind. But mine was the Force Awakens. Because again, Force and, Awakens is enduring your one. characters. Right. I, I fell in love with everyone. I thought the story was fantastic. Uh, it was the only Star Wars film that I saw that. As soon as we saw it, because we saw it, you know, opening night, mm-hmm. I wanted to turn around and get another ticket yep. and watch it back to back. It was, it that, was good. that good. I think for we me. saw that movie three times in the theater. Which we don't do that often. For us, you and I know. We could love a movie and never watch it again until it mm-hmm. comes out on cable. So that's, I, and for me, number two, which again, our list is really completely different, yep. is solo. I like that. Number two is Solo? Two is Solo. No kidding. Yes. Because I know how much you loved A New Hope. Well, I put that as number three. Wow. Again, I love origin stories, but I don't know why, but just the characters, I almost felt like uh, Donald Glover almost did a better Lando. <laughs> than Billy D. <laughs> than Billy D. <laughs> okay. I, I kind of like them a little better. Well, you know, it's young Lando. It's hip Lando. It's, exactly. It's, uh... <laughs> and just, again, just Chewbacca I thought was funnier, oddly enough. Oh, he was fantastic, even though it wasn't played by Peter Mayhew. He was, yes. was a new guy. So from there, yeah, A New Hope. Then I would go Empire Strikes Back. Above Return of the Jedi? No, I'm sorry. I got my movie knowledge <laughs> wrong. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Okay. Because I love the closure. Yeah. It, again, it's one of those, I felt satisfied. Like, oh, the saga has ended. Yeah. Okay, I feel satisfied. Empire, because I'm not really about movies where it ends on a sad note. Like Rogue One. Like Rogue One. And so for me, it was one of those solos in Carbonite. Luke found out he was Darth Vader's son. Spoilers. If they haven't seen it by now, we're done. Okay. And so it was just a kind of a down ending. And I'm like, oh, I was not satisfied. And which leads into Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Again, same problem I had. No, I'm going to change that. The Last Jedi. Okay. Was better than Rogue One. The Last Jedi was like... But it was also kind of a down ending, too. Again, you're going to notice a pattern with these three movies. Again, down ending, like, huh, okay. Um, I I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I was not, like, I wanted to turn around and watch it again. But at the same time, at least I was ending it with a, 
Well, I'm curious to see where they're going to go from yeah. here. I, I did go watch Rogue One again, uh, kind of in the same weekend, but I went with my cousin, uh, Tony, because I'm like, dude, I've got questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I need to watch this movie with you and break it down. And luckily, he was good enough to to, to answer all my questions. Yeah. And, and we got to geek out over seeing Grand Moff Tarkin. I mean, that was just the cool part. Yeah. And after Last Jedi, it would be Rogue One, mm-hmm. because I thought that one was obviously Titanic, yeah. a little bit more depressing. Uh, I don't know why it didn't dawn on me before watching it through most of the movie. <laughs> and then, of course, like Dave, I went into the prequels. They were just, I mean, <sighs> Hayden Christensen. <sighs> just it's cringy worthy. And then Jar Jar Binks. I'm like, to me, he was like, he's the reason why this whole thing started. He was the tra- he caused the problem. And so just it just frustrated me that this character you know, could cause so much chaos. And think about it. Watch it again if you have to. Hey, there's Dino Cat, by the way. So. And But for me, um, I like The Phantom Menace better than the other two, and you kind of switched them, because yeah. between the Anakin character, the young one versus the older one, Hayden Christensen was, to me, more whiny and more <laughs> spoiled and stolen and like, I want to do this. I want to use the Force. I want to be my own Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely agree with you. Hayden Christensen was whiny, but well, just... at least the younger one for me was not as annoying. Yeah. And to me, he almost seemed smarter because he had obviously put together his own pod racer and all that kind of stuff. Where the older one, I felt like other than wielding a lightsaber, he lost all that mechanical knowledge. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, I, I I just felt that the whole pod race scene was just a waste of CGI because it was furious. just one giant <laughs> one one giant car chase. I like the pod race. <laughs> I know. So between um, Re- Re- Return of the Sith and Attack of the Clones, what would you say was your 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 number nine and number ten? Um, what's the third movie called again? Revenge of the Sith. That third. Okay. I'm going to keep those in order. One, okay. two, three. One, two, three. Okay. Yes. All right, cool. I, a, a lot of people liked Revenge of the Sith a little bit more. Uh, for some reason, Attack of the Clones, I just felt kind of redeemed it. I think it was the Yoda um, fight Dooku scene. Battle. <laughs> that not was a just... lot of people didn't like it, though. Oh, I was like, I was so happy to see Yoda. I didn't care that it was just a CGI <laughs> masterpiece. It was just, it was, it, it was, it was hilarious almost, but I, it I was great seeing Yoda. I don't know how much of a demand there is for midget stuntman that they could have brought in a stuntman to yeah. do that scene. There I'm just no going to call way. that one right. That was impossible. He, he would have been on, on, on trampolines. There was, yeah, that was, I mean, it was, it, yeah, it was CGI, but you know, Hey, it was uh, fun. Yeah. You've been was, waiting for that. Exactly. Exactly. It was, it was a payoff long waited for. Um, I, I thought it was a little bit better than, you know, the, the, the Obi-Wan Anakin fight that was supposedly what everybody was waiting for. That was just kind of depressing. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right. Well, Hey, um, there was, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a ton of these I found out, but I wanted to just do something that ties us into the star Wars universe. And that is what is your star Wars name? Oh, no. and, and, and there's, there's a bunch of these Jedi names. There's random Jedi generators that you can do but i found one that i thought was kind of funny it was I'll, I'll i'll put this up so you guys can enjoy it too um uh you you take the it was like the, the first letter of your first name and mm-hmm. the third letter of your last name and you are given a name and so that made me obi-wan grievous <laughs> kind of the light side and the dark side <laughs> just a little bit of each i like it mm-hmm. and a little bit of droid and a little bit of human it's all good. Um, I, I, I decided to go instead of making you a Grievous as well, even though your last name is the same as mine. Go figure. I, I used your, your maiden name, and uh, I, that, that made you Sarlacc Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Sarlacc. <laughs> <laughs> You're a 
a bottomless pit that digests for thousands of years. That's... Well, I kind of felt like that yesterday <laughs> with all the food we were eating. That's true, especially <laughs> after the mac and cheese. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> great. There you go, Sarlacc. All right, that's so, my new nickname. Yes. Awesome. So we're we're running uh, we're running a contest through the month of June. Uh, we're going to do the announcement of the winner of this contest at our first the first podcast we do in July. And so you've got plenty of time to enter, but you want to get in on this as quickly as possible. And that, of course, is the same contest we were running before, which is leave us a review on iTunes. We will love you to help us out to get us uh, noticed on iTunes and the reviews is definitely how you do that. So for every star review that you leave us, you're going to get one entry into a contest. So what's our prize for this month, Joe? Well, in keeping in theme with Pixar Fest, it's the Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Super Cup. And the really cool thing about it is that if you have the Soli popcorn bucket, they connect. Yes, they do. They go arm in arm. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. So we have one. We, we bought all these uh, prizes the first time we went to Pixar Fest. So we've been we've been dying to give this one away. We're going to give this one away at the beginning of July. So all you have to do, leave us a review. If you've already left us a review and haven't won a prize yet, you will be entered into this month's contest. And we're just going to keep going forward because we've got a lot of cool stuff to give away. Also, leading into our Disney Challenge, which is happening in about... A week and a week and a half, uh, a by, week and a few days. By the time this goes up, it'll be just over a week. A week and a few days, and I do recommend checking out our Facebook page because we are going to do at least one Facebook Live session where we're going to talk about maybe some of the strategies, maybe what to pack yep. to kind of effectively do the challenge. So if you're competing in it, I recommend highly keep you know keep the notifications on Facebook on. Oh yes, and keep checking the page daily. And I don't know when we're recording it, yeah, but yeah, very we'll, soon. We'll be making an announcement on Facebook as far as when we're going to do our next Facebook Live. I, I'm going to guess we're probably going to do it Monday. Okay. So um, probably Monday evening, like after dinner where everybody's home and, you know, ready for Settled. it. Settled. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the week of the challenge. So, yes, if you don't know what the Disney challenge is, then, oh, my gosh, you're listening to this podcast going, why are they calling it the Disney challenge? That's weird. We're just branding off something we've been doing for nine years now, and that is the Disney challenge itself. So you can go to the DisneyChallenge.com and learn all about what this magical little scavenger hunt thing that we do is. Um, And for all things Disney Challenge related, you can follow us on our Facebook page. You can like our Facebook page and you can keep up to the minute. Um, Get all the great information. Of course, you can always follow us on Twitter, the Disney Challenge. Oh, sorry. It's at Disney Challenge on Twitter. And we are the Disney Challenge on Instagram, which we have changed over to do all things regarding this podcast. So that is it for the Disney Challenge Mm -hmm. podcast. Speaking of which, um, it's been great talking with you. We hope you guys get a chance to go out and watch Solo. So for the Disney Challenge podcast, my name is Obi-Wan Grievous. And my name is Sarlacc Solo. And may your lightsaber be warm, your tauntaun be cold, and may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's going on the bloopers. Oh, man. <laughs> Why don't you ever give me a warning that you, you've already hit the record button? Because <laughs> it's so much fun not to. Gah. <laughs> I, ah. I kind of did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing Return of the Jedi in the theater, and it just, to me, it like it was the, it was the perfect ending to these other movies that I've seen. Okay. Do we need to take a break? I need to pause. <laughs> You can put that in the book. <laughs> 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 oh, shit, you're like, oh, my God. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back after a word from our sponsor.
what Johanna doesn't realize, I have to keep recording, otherwise it's going to chop this up into a couple different bits. So I'm just going to talk about uh, the room I'm sitting in. How about that? <laughs> I am staring at my Guardians of the Galaxy number one, uh, autographed by my Brian Michael Bendis himself. That's uh, it's kind of a cool little treasure that I have. I framed it, and I'm hanging it up one of these days. So, hey, what's up? How you doing? I, I, I couldn't hit stop, otherwise I'd be breaking up the... <laughs> the order. So I just was telling everybody about our room here. So it's all going on the cutting room floor. It's all good. <laughs> Sorry about that. I have no I, idea. Did you not see me here going? I know. I was like, what squirrel? <laughs> all right. Podcast note don't drink as much water and coffee as I did before recording. Derp. <laughs> all, right. all right. So here we go. Part two. Um, let's talk about the order of Star Wars. Okay. So three, two, one. What are we giving away this month, Joe? She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't remember. I have it written down. Again, I don't take notes. I'm gonna try that one again. <laughs> don't remember where I left off. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and I'm broke. <laughs> I'm broke again. <laughs> like 45 minutes of podcasting reduced down to 15 after we're done with all the mistakes. I'm going to spend a lot of time editing this one. Sorry. All right. No, 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 no. Don't count me down. Every time you count me down, it gets worse. I must determine it. <laughs> but for the Disney Challenge podcast, my name is... Squirrel! <laughs> I'm the one telling you not remembering. Take two. <laughs> so for the Disney Challenge podcast, my name is Obi-Wan Grievous. And my name is Sarlacc Solo. And may your lightsaber be warm. Your Tauntaun. Wait, is the Tauntaun cold? I wrote yeah, the wrong notes. Stupid, <laughs> I have right? to do that again. Right. So for the Disney Challenge podcast, my name is Squirrel. That's <laughs> <laughs> my place. Oh, it's so hard to say my name is. All right.